0: Welcome to We Are The Universe. Uh, That's right. This is the voice of Kyle West. I am back. uh, And in the driving seat, I should have actually got used to the introduction, Brent Caldwell, who was with me uh, on this show. Brent, you don't have to come up with a way to introduce the show again. Uh, I'm back. Uh, I'll do all the heavy lifting (laughs) this week after you've done a wonderful job uh, the last couple of weeks. We'll get into that in a second. Uh, For anyone who's listening for the first time and has accidentally clicked on the link to this show, we are an NXT UK fan podcast, um, probably the most positive fan podcast you'll find uh, anywhere on the internet. Um, I think yes, that's so a true statement. There. I think yeah. so too. Absolutely, I do think it's a true statement. Yeah, um, we praise the show, we show it love, and uh, I've also we also have the biggest US fan of NXT UK here as well in Brent. So, um, how are you, Brent? How have you been, yeah. man? How-
1: Oh, I've, I've, been, I've been good. I've been missing you, man. It's, I'm it's so, so sorry. Weird to do, it's weird to do your show without you.
0: I know. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, you know, that's why, so we've only missed one week of NXT UK since this show launched, and that was about four weeks ago, uh, and that was, my, that was my bad. And uh, uh, you stepped up to the plate the following week, and I was kind of like, man, I should have just asked if you wanted to step up to the plate the week before, <laughs> and we wouldn't have missed one at all. I just, didn't, I just thought there's no way he's going to want to do the show on his own. Or with that. I know we, we were trying to get you on with someone as well, but uh, uh, I had a lot going on and just things kept me away from the show. But I'm here this week. Couldn't miss this week. You know, it's the it's takeover preview. Week. This is this is a huge week. This is probably the most important week on this show ever because uh, we were not around uh, in the last takeover. So this is our our first takeover. Happens to be in my home. To- I say, is it my hometown if I wasn't born here, but I've lived here for like 10 years? No, it's your is hometown, it? absolutely.
1: It's my hometown. Okay, so yeah.
0: TakeOver yeah. Cardiff, man. It's the, uh, the NXT UK crew are calling it their biggest show ever. Uh, that's probably correct for the amount of seating, actually, um, that uh, it holds in in the motor point. I think it holds up to 6,000. I know they haven't set it up for that. Uh, I would imagine it's probably set at about... I don't know, maybe four thousand or something like that, which would make it the biggest show they've done uh, under the NXT UK banner. I don't know what the attendance was at the Royal Albert Hall, which I think might have been probably more, but uh, that was obviously not under the uh, the new brand name uh, that got announced there. So it's a big show. So we're gonna um, we've got two big things to do on this show. Then we we need to talk about this week's episode of NXT UK, uh, the Go Home Show, which we just. Before recording this, uh dis- we're basically discussing how it's not really a go-home show on NXT or NXT UK ever, Uh but we'll chat about that. I've just stepped on a piece of chalk on my floor, um, <laughs> and doing? almost, as so if you had a bang, I just fell into a door.
1: <laughs> oh, this, do oh
0: my God. Welcome to... I have two children. And That's why you have chocolate. Oh, my God. All right. Okay. Oh, that hurt. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> there should be a blooper reel or something for this show don't uh, don't
1: literally beat yourself up over oh this my three weeks Kyle. God. it's not worth it man
0: you, I, they, <laughs> and now I'm looking around I'm seeing trip hazards everywhere there's a like you know those little things you put in plug sockets to stop kids sticking their fingers in, so there's yeah. there's one of those out just with the the prongs sticking up, so I could have easily stepped on that. That's don't don't me...
1: don't step on any Le- on any Legos,
0: man. You'll be done. Oh, for Oh, dude, man, I'll be doing a Jimmy Havoc or something and uh, <laughs> and doing that. Uh, oh, god, that really hurt. Okay, who would have thought chalk could hurt so much? Uh, but yeah, so we're going to get through the NXT UK episode from this week, and then we're going to uh, we're going to do that pretty quickly, guys. Uh, we're not going to um, not going to waste time. We want to get into that takeover preview show. We're going to talk about the card uh, Cardiff's card for Saturday night. Uh, but before that, then, let's talk about this week's show. So we've got three matches, Brent. Uh, we had um, Ilya Dragunov defeated Tyson Tebow. Uh, we saw Joseph Connors defeat, oh, God, Oliver Carter, top of my head. Uh, and we then saw in the main event uh, Jordan Devlin uh, defeat uh, Kenny Williams. So the first, the first match there, uh, Ilya Dragunov was coming off his first-ever defeat in WWE. Uh, against Cassius Ono recently, and uh, against Tyson Tebow, who we haven't seen in quite some time. Uh, how do you find this match, man? What's that feeling you get when uh, they cut to Ilya Dragunov at the back, and you're like, oh, brilliant, we've got a uh, Dragunov match? Yeah, that's basically exactly what you
1: think. It's, uh, it's really, it's kind of a nice touch the way they do that, because that's pretty unique to his uh, character, I guess you could say, uh, cutting to the back before he comes out. I. No one else gets that treatment, so it's kind of it's kind of nice. Um, and I was interesting to see. It was interesting to see what they were gonna do with him coming off of that loss to Cassius Hono, which that was a surprising loss to me, honestly. A shock.
0: Yeah, I was there obviously for it, and um, I was genuinely like that. Main evented uh, the tapings on the first night. Uh, we saw um, there was obviously a main event following that, which was for the live crowd. But that was like the main event that was being uh, taped, and um, that was a genuine surprise. Uh, that that uh, defeat for Ilio's. Um, I'm curious to see where it goes for him. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess now the rebuilding uh, process starts. I um, don't know if maybe they're just using it to build up cashes a bit a bit more. Uh, I but, guess you uh, got to
1: keep him keep him strong for whatever he's going to do down the line. So he can't you know he's got to have probably you know some fifty fifty booking.
0: Yeah, well speaking of someone who gets a lot of that, um, Joseph Connors, who always seems to win in his. Uh, not they're not against enhancement. Well, yeah, I guess enhancement talent. Joseph Connors has a really good record uh, until he goes up against anyone else in the mid card, uh, where he almost always loses. But uh, you have got another win, uh, another win in this match. A bit of time given to it as well. I mean, what what's he feels in Joseph Connors man Do you see? Um, not he's got a lot of upside. I think Joseph Connors is really good. Uh, do you see where he's going to be able to find a place though in NXT UK right now? Do we need that mid card title? For someone like Joseph Connors to go. For. We're
1: getting close to needing a mid-card title because there are a lot of incredibly talented people on this roster who just are kind of, you know, it's like you're—they're just trying to find a place for everybody, and they do a really good job of juggling the roster and kind of keeping everybody on the show and making sure you don't quite forget about anybody. Uh, but there is going to need to be something for people like Jordan Devlin. Uh, to do like like he needs he needs a an achievable goal, and um, th- th- they generally do an awesome job of building grudge feuds up. But you do we we, we do really need a mid card title really soon I think and um and and the the Joseph Connors wins shocked me because I mean typically people win in their debut.
0: Yeah, and there was a you bit of that- hype made about him as well. Yeah, he's yeah um, you got a yeah, little a uh, video package. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so that was uh, kind of a surprise. I, I was, I was kind of, I was, I, I, like, I mean, of course, I was watching it, but I wasn't like really taking extensive notes or anything because I, it was a foregone conclusion to me, and then I was so shocked. Uh, like when when the when it ended, I was like, wait, what? Excuse me. <laughs> did like did they mess up or something? Like what?
0: <laughs> I want to go back actually just to mention the um, Tyson T and the, the Dragon match. I love uh, when Tyson Timon throws those right those right hooks. Yeah. Um, uh, oh man, they just look. Uh, if they can catch those, those at the right angle, them so well. oh, like, like he, he looked like he me. got murdered. <laughs> yeah, I think if you can get the right angle the, with the camera work on those, Tyson got. I think Tyson's got so much about him uh, that they could uh, they could push. I mean, he's obviously working uh, the sort of a uh, traveler character, uh, which maybe you could say that might hold him back slightly. I'm not sure, uh, but I just think he's. His size in the ring. I mean, you go and watch him live. He's exactly what WWE look for. Um, right, he's a big dude. Build. Oh yeah, he's a, he's a Braun Strowman, isn't he? Like, his, his, he is. His...
1: I was, that's exactly what I was thinking. He's like the UK Braun Strowman. Yeah, and, uh... if, if he was built correctly anyway, like if they were, if they booked him. Yeah. When he absolutely. hit the second form, when he hit the second big shot on Dragonov, I actually thought it was over.
0: Yeah, and I, I like, thought. Yeah, I was like,
1: oh I... man, they're gonna do like a losing streak thing with him or something, you know? <laughs> but that didn't happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, I knew the obviously knew the outcomes, I'd seen it live, but uh, when I was watching it, and my son was cheering on Tyson, and uh well, yeah, when he threw that second one, I was like, I was starting to doubt how I remembered the match ending, uh, because I because I, well, when the match started, I didn't remember the match, I was telling you this before we came on, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> um, I, didn't, I didn't even remember the match at all, but I seemed to remember Ilya Dragonov winning something, uh, so I was like, wait, he must win this match, uh, so my son's there. Uh, He's only three and a half and he's like, Oh, I want that nasty one to win because my son's apparently turning evil. And um <laughs> he wants that he wants a nasty one to win. I was like, I'm pretty sure he's not gonna win, uh, buddy, so don't get your hopes up too high because he gets really upset when it's when he wants to win doesn't win. And then when yeah, when that second punch went down, I was like, Man, I just I don't remember anything about this. <laughs> this <laughs> Uh, which is funny because
1: we can see you blatantly on the TV doing oh, an taunt with him.
0: Yeah, I know. That's... I know. I'm there. White t shirt, which I need to just clarify. If anyone's ever looked at my wardrobe too closely um, across these tapings, I was wearing a different white shirt uh, on the two nights. But they came from WrestleCrate. And I guess they might have had the same artist with the same style. Uh, but uh, one was a John, well, everyone listened to this know him, it it's probably John Morrison t shirt. Uh, collaboration, and the other one was a Riptide Wrestling uh, collaboration, but they look very similar. So even, even my best mate uh, was convinced that I was just wearing the same clothes the next day. And so when he asked me if I wanted to shower and get changed before we went to the second night show, I was like, no, man, I've already showered and. In- showering stuff today and he's like you can't wear the same clothes you wore yesterday i was like dude i'm not wearing the same clothes <laughs> you spent the entire day with me and you thought i just haven't got changed i was like, <laughs> I, was like I was like man I, I was i was showering i was showering and getting changed before you'd even woken up man <laughs> <Come on. laughs> that's amazing <laughs>
1: yeah
0: so uh, that's my little story of my item of clothing um the uh let's let's talk about and, and just for anyone listening the, the stuff about um, the women's title match, all those promos and stuff. We're going to cover that in the NXT Takeover build-up bits. Yeah, we're not going to talk about it in the yeah, yeah. We're going to um,
1: yeah.
0: We'll chat yeah. about that later because um, otherwise we're going to be all over the place. Let's talk about the main event. Now this was a this is a sweet main event. Man.
1: Uh, it was really good.
0: Jordan Devlin, Kenny Williams. For me, a bit of a standout match for Kenny Williams uh, in NXT UK. I think I think he's now had that um, that big singles match. Uh, Because I've only ever known Kenny Williams until NXT UK as a a singles wrestler. I saw him live. Uh, I've only ever seen him perform in singles matches, I think. Um, And then obviously he got put with uh, Mia Jordan and uh, they've had a lot going on. Uh, So this was just a really great match with Devlin. And I mean, we saw some great great stuff in this match. Uh, What did you think of this main event, man, before I tell you a funny story uh, about it?
1: Oh, well, God, well, now I want to hear the story. Uh, I liked it. It was uh, it was a fun match. It was competitive and back and forth. They got the This Is Awesome chant, which it deserved. Um, uh, love both these guys. Kind of wondering what's going to happen with Kenny Williams, though, because he's been on a bit of a losing streak, and they've been teasing all that stuff with Noam Dar, and I, I'm, i like, wondering if I'm, like, if am I smelling a heel turn?
0: Oh, man. The- you, or know, he like, you know, like thrown off the scent, yeah.
1: Yeah, will he actually go under Dar's wing or something? Like, could they end up being a tag team? What's gonna? I don't know. I I feel like something's gonna happen. I just I just have a feeling, and hopefully, I'm not wrong because I'm gonna look really stupid. But
0: I hadn't um, even thought about that, man. That might have to come into play in our takeover preview bit. Um, and how that might impact. Yeah, because there's a yeah. place
1: for that in our takeover preview bit. So yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, the uh, I thought this match was a really great. It Re- went really long. Reminded me a bit of the old school. We saw a little bit of that actually across his Plymouth tapings. The old school NXT UK main events, which had time. we were able to be true TV main events. Um, I think. I can are with... using old school NXT UK. Yeah. As a Do favorite. you know what I mean? there right. was no, there was a, there was a t- the, the show was put out the best main events. Uh, on any of the brands for the longest time. Uh, Back and in then, my day, this is the best yeah. show on <laughs> <laughs> Hey, dude, we're on, like, we're on like episode 58 now. It's, uh, you know, it's been a while. It's going to be, in a, in a year's time, we're going to be in a, the triple figures for the uh, for show. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, funny story on this match, which I'd forgotten about completely until watching it. It was when Kenny gets, uh, I don't know, uh, was it after the Spanish fly? I'm not sure. So basically, uh, someone shouts, oh, my God, you killed Kenny. Uh, as a South Park reference. I don't know if you heard (laughs) that. Um, And then a uh, You Killed Kenny chant starts up. Uh, Now, the person who shouted... uh, Yeah, the person who shouted, Oh, my God, You Killed Kenny, uh, that was me. Uh, So... (laughs) 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 Now, I guarantee that this chant, uh, well, that has probably been said numerous times during a uh, a Kenny Williams match uh, across the country. But for some reason, um, I, whilst there, haven't had many a beer and was still topping up from my, like, must have had about ten beers the night before as well. Um, Let's be
1: honest, you just slept on the arena floor that night.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, uh, just <laughs> scraped me up and put me in my chair for the next show. And uh, when they released reset. the uh, but I for some reason decided in this match I was like, oh man, if Kenny goes down hard, I have gotta do a South Park reference. And I just I was just sitting there waiting and waiting, and then he just obviously that I can't remember what the move was that, uh, that happened with it now, and I was like, this is my moment. Uh, so I just shouted it, and I can hear my voice once again. Um, on WWE Network with the chant. And then the woman, uh, two seats down from me, uh, who was brilliant for both nights, she sat in the same seat. Uh, and um, as soon as I shouted it, she just went with, you bastard, <laughs> right after, <laughs> which you can't pick up on TV. I don't know if it's because she was quiet or if uh, they have taken out the, the swearing. But uh, oh, And then yeah, yeah. whoever started the You Kill Kenny chant um, is a god. <laughs> whoever actually started the chant <laughs> specifically uh, is okay,
1: so I'll be honest like I didn't have the volume up super loud when I was watching the episode, so I, but I did i w- I was like, what are they chanting right there i so <laughs> when we're done, I'm gonna go back i'm gonna rewatch it with the volume up at a more normal level so I can hear it and laugh about it and be so proud of you for that
0: please do man uh and um and then anyone listening to this can just put me in that column of british uh, marks who are just trying to get ourselves over rather than the. The wrestling on screen. They, <laughs> uh, they, can, they can just have a, have a bitch and a whinge about British fans are the worst wrestling fans uh, ever. Like, uh, screw well, you, man. That well, was, a, well, that was well, the, the loudest chant. Fans ever. Yeah, it was the loudest. That, that whole little segment was the loudest chanting on the entire episode. And it came from my drunken South Park reference. that I Well, have. see,
1: I think, I think you got over, man.
0: I did, man. I didn't want to get myself. I'm not about getting myself over, man. But it's. Dude, I'm uh, gonna you
1: do. I'm gonna be the Sono of wrestling marks and be like, and be like, I'm the best British wrestling mark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're gonna turn heel. You're gonna turn heel on this podcast. And, I will.
1: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm the best British wrestling fan ever. I learned from the best British wrestling fan, <laughs> like Kyle.
0: Oh God, I wouldn't put myself in that category. But uh, but hey, if you go to these shows, you got to um, got to take part, man. I think that sometimes down to U.K. shows get a bit quieter now because I think some of the hardcore fans aren't at them anymore. Um, so I think that, well, that's uh, a
1: shame. Dude, Mia and I were actually talking during the week about how bad we want to come over to England or the U.K., whatever, and... Um, and I I say that meaning, like, it could be England or it could be any other country in the UK. Not like I don't know the difference between England and the UK. <laughs> unlike a lot of dumb we're places all, here. Yeah,
0: we're all, uh, it's, it's all in England, yeah. Wales is in England. Uh, Wales is in England. England Scotland's yeah. in England.
1: France is in England. Baltimore's <laughs> in England, <laughs> England.
0: England's a really big place, apparently. It's yeah, huge, yeah. right? Yeah. But,
1: um, uh, but you no, know, we were just saying we need to get over there for an NXT UK show. She told me it's her favorite, too. So oh, wow. Okay. I mean, yeah, so, like, we need to... We'll have to make that happen at some point.
0: Let's do it. Let's get you yeah. over here, man. It's, uh, those be some expensive plane tickets. Uh, Where is <laughs> and, it? it? Do you it? know what, though? Uh, there are some... There's a few people who fly around for this stuff, man, and uh, you get to join, I think, an exclusive club of... Uh, you know, I met a gentleman... Oh, God, I can't remember. It's awful. I can't his name right now off the top of my head, but it is actually, you know, it's half past 12 at night, so... um uh, but he flew in from Italy uh, for the taping these tapings, so you know you could be, be part of that crew, man. The super fans, yes. super fans, delulu super fans. Uh, so that was the the main event. Jordan Devlin the win. Uh, Devlin bounces back. Uh, the uh, Jordan De- let's have a little bit of a talk before we get a proper takeover preview. Do you think this whole thing Cesaro? We, we, it was announced this week that Cesaro is coming over uh, to uh, watch Takeover and he's going to get his hands dirty, so to speak. Um, presumably that means on TakeOver, he's not going to just be there for the tapings uh, of the episodes. Do you? My first thought was obviously him and Cassius Ohno. Uh, we now know that Cassius Ohno is actually going to have a match with Jack Gallagher uh, that night uh, instead, uh, because it's going to air on next week's episode of NXT UK. Uh, so do you think Jordan Devlin versus Cesaro as an unannounced TakeOver match is on the agenda? I'm thinking just because... It's a cool <laughs> gimmick. It's a cool gimmick, man, for Jordan Devlin. He had Finn Balor at the first takeover, and then he, he gets an unannounced match against another main roster star uh, on the second takeover. I feel like that's your way of building up Jordan Devlin for to potentially be headlining and, the next takeover uh, as a main eventer without having yeah, had a big I match. I hadn't
1: even thought about course. it from that point of view, but that's a really good uh, idea. I was almost thinking that if Cesaro was in the crowd that maybe some heel might, you know, take a shot at him, like, you know, try to try to throw hands and have just a, a kind of random brawl or something, but that would be really cool, too, and that would give us six matches on the actual takeover card.
0: Um, yeah, that would be, that'd be good, man. I, I, I think show. some people think maybe it's Pete Dunne. Uh, I'm hoping Pete Dunne doesn't appear on the show uh, personally. I think uh, keeping with what he's doing in the U.S. right now, don't don't muddy the waters. And keep him separate. You'll make his return to on-air. He's at NXT UK shows. Uh, he was there in Plymouth, actually, obviously, but it just didn't air on TV. But uh,
1: Yeah, just the, the dark main or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, I
0: think keep him off keep him off NXT UK product for now, anyway. Uh, so some other stuff on this match. Yeah, we found out we were going to get uh, Jack Gallagher versus Cash Sono. Um, we're also going to get Piper Niven versus Rhea Ripley, two. Uh, so that's a big deal. I thought this match getting built... Uh, at the Plymouth Tapings, I thought it was going to be on the card for TakeOver. I did, too, um, and yeah. I'm, kind
1: of, I'm almost like, man, they should just they should just do a seven-match TakeOver and have both those matches on the actual show because it would be awesome, and I would watch all of that, and I think everybody would be happy with that. But, you know, I, I know that they – obviously they go with, like, match quality over match quantity, but I think you could easily have seven awesome matches in, like, a three-hour span and – not lose anything. I mean, you know, but that's just that's just me. I think I think Rhea and Piper honestly deserve a takeover spot. But um, yeah, well,
0: it's the longest built food I think in WWE women's divisions this year. Yeah, I think. it's been going on um, forever. Yeah, so, I, I don't, like, don't think anything do else. How are you going
1: to just settle that on the pre-show and air it the next week? I mean, unless it's not going to be settled, maybe they. Maybe they go to a third match or something, and it's yeah. got a stipulation, and it does air. Like maybe it made events an episode of UK, or who knows what. But because um, the first I'm one opened the show, to... didn't it? The first one was yeah. an
0: opening match. Yeah, I'm thinking that might happen again uh, this time. But just think about this, Brett, man. If this, if they do it like they did Blackpool, uh, so if next week's NXT UK is taped prior to uh, takeover on Saturday, and then obviously they take three the next day. Uh, if they do if they do that, um, that means not only the takeover card, which we we're about to talk about, five great matches, the crowd are also going to see on that same night, really Ripley versus Piper Niven and Cash owner versus Jack Gallagher. Like, what a... I know we talk about a seven-match card and it's great for TV, but the live crowd are going to get that as their card for the night. And that, that is a Stacked card.
1: Yeah, I'm jealous, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm going to be watching that and then going straight home watching All Out. I'm going to have like the most incredible, <laughs> incredible day of it's wrestling. You're going to be living ever. your best life, man. I will, That's man. True. I will. Um, <laughs> um, I did, uh, we haven't really chatted about how uh, the show ended, uh, which was with uh, a little bit of mic work from uh, our favorite tag team champions, uh, the grizzled, grizzled young. Veterans, and uh, I mean this was very brief. It just was a brawl, uh, basically. Uh, this is a cool say,
1: way to end the show. I mean, it was, it was. Yeah, it send was... us home on the tag team titles. Very cool. Well, dude, th- th-
0: I didn't want to obviously spoil too much about the Plymouth tapings uh, when we were chatting. Um, I think when we had a chat after being to the tapings, uh, yeah. but I think I did say to you that like the tag team division had the hottest build that entire weekend. Now, obviously, when when you're watching it. On, in the arena, you don't see any of the promos. Uh, So actually the, you know, Tony Storm appeared once that entire weekend. And that was for that in-ring promo with Kaylee Ray, where she didn't say anything uh, herself. Uh, The Tyler Bate appeared twice, uh, which is supposed to the one time he attacks uh, Walter and Imperium to get announced for the match uh, at takeover. And then the other time with a chair. So you didn't get any real build um, for the live crowd for those matches, but the tag team one, had solid build across the two days, you know, and you could see Yeah, it felt that,
1: like they were on. They were like involved in every episode. It felt like.
0: Yeah, you could see exactly where it was headed. Um, you knew it was going to be a triple threat. You know, well, wrestling that is very by its very nature is predictable, but you know, so you could see where it was all going. Um, uh, for the match that they wanted to take over, but that yeah. that had the hottest build, and I was psyched for it, man. I was just like, free. we've always said on this show that we think that tag that tag division is stacked on NXT UK, and I could. Uh, there's another podcast, Day's podcast actually, Day Owen, uh, where he feels that the tag team division is a little weaker on NXT UK, but uh, I think, I think it's hot, man. I think I think that tag team division is hot. Uh, we'll talk about that match very soon now, but uh, yeah, I just I thought it was a great way to finish the show. I just love that Zach Gibson kept talking over the entrance music. That uh, was amazing. I was so yeah, happy. It just didn't give him anything, did he? He was just like, oh, you know, look who like, oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, just bring everybody out. You guys are jokes. <laughs> like, oh god. And then a proper brawl, just to wrap it all up. I mean, how would you? um, How do you sort of just quickly rate this week's episode of NXT UK? um,
1: Well, we're talking about how a lot of times with NXT and NXT UK, the as we would call it, the go home show before takeover is usually not as over the top as like an episode of Raw or SmackDown might be before a pay per view. And I guess that's the nature of having a bunch of episodes pre taped and in one sitting or whatever. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I guess, uh, you know, you know, it was a, it was a good episode from the perspective of it getting you hyped for the, for a takeover with like the promos and the backstage segments or like the pre-taped like segments and also the brawl at the end. So like, you know, the, the, the first two matches were, were good, solid, but not like outstanding or anything like that, which they didn't need to be. It's okay. Not every match needs to be five stars or how whatever, but, um, you know, but the, um, uh, they did run down the card, they did show some stuff with, like, Tony Storm and Kaylee Ray, uh, the, the big tag brawl at the end, it was, like, okay, like, they kind of touched on all the big matches that we have to look forward to, and, and, uh, uh, and then was the, oh, yeah, then that was, that was on, never mind, hang on, that was on the, uh, the, the other thing that we need to talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah, will. Yeah. yeah, so I was, yeah, I was getting ready to mention that, but okay, yeah, so I, I might even be in my head overlapping a couple of things, but anyway, um, you know, I'm just, I, I'm like, okay, I'm ready for TakeOver now, like, let's just get to Cardiff, is it Saturday yet?
0: Oh, no, I'm ready for it, man, I walk, I walk past that bloody arena every day, <laughs> so I'm just <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, God, so I have to, did I get to go in and watch the show yet? <laughs> I would, right. every, every time I get off the train and walk, uh, walk into uh, one of my workplaces, I see that NXT UK poster, um just by one of the phone boxes i'm just like just give me the damn show man right i just want to get there and watch That's it gonna yeah. be
1: so cool though to see that every day and just be immersed in it and be able to like just kind of you know emotionally and mentally get ready for it like that i mean it's so yeah cool. i was
0: trying to um i was trying to work out how to get the so the welsh national anthem uh which i'm not the most patriotic people anyway and i can't even i don't even know all the, all the words to the Welsh National Anthem, because uh, <laughs> I don't speak Welsh. But, uh, the, this yeah, is why this, we're friends. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you know, there's, uh, for anyone listening who's not from the UK, uh, Wales does have its own language. It's just not spoken. Uh, it's spoken in very small parts of uh, Wales now. Um, uh, Day Owen will contest that, actually. <laughs> if he's listening to this, uh, he'll claim that we're not real Welsh because we speak English. But uh, there's <laughs> um, a big thing, and I'm a big soccer fan, football fan, and... Uh, uh, Welsh football fans have really taken this whole thing of like just singing our national anthem during the game uh, when it's going well. And it's just like everything like, stops, you know, like it, when we um, we did really well in the football tournament three years ago. And um, people were just like jaws hitting the floor just hearing the, our anthem just getting sung just during a game, you know. Just in the, in the America, middle of play. Just in the <laughs> middle of play, just full on rendition. Of it. And I was like, man, how do I get us to do this? take takeover during, during takeover so, <laughs> oh so i just thought like that'd be incredible as a way of just like um just putting you know the location this the, the city the country on the map for where the show is being held but i just don't think Absolutely. i'd be able to get it going i don't think i'd be able to get it going um it'd but, be pretty uh,
1: difficult to do and then i guess if you if you do that during a wrestling match is it is it cool or is it like
0: oh don't be one of them man don't be one of the u.s fans no, I just why, don't know. Why are they I singing? Just, why are they singing? No, I love that you it's guys. sing what we sing do because I mean, we're pissheads. Yeah. I'm jealous of it. I'm
1: jealous yeah. of the fact that you guys like sing everything all the time. <laughs> uh, uh, but it is usually like a chant for somebody or whatever, as opposed to like just you know like the national anthem. But that would be, I don't know, do it during the tag match because oh, this that's is when, it, man. This is it, yeah. Boys are two there. Cardiff
0: boys in there, yeah. Yeah, the, um, when when
1: when that match starts, just start singing the anthem.
0: Exactly. Uh, or when bell they ring, it. Bell uh, rings,
1: just get into it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So if anyone's listening to this and knows all the lyrics to our anthem, <laughs> get in touch, and let's, uh, let's see if we can get it going. Uh, you know what? Let's just do it, man. Let's get into, um, let's get into TakeOver. Let's do let's the do TakeOver it. UK Cardiff preview. Now, we did a fantasy card um, a long time Three ago. Uh, and I don't want to look at it on my phone right now because we are having to record this in a different way to normal at this podcast and I'm worried I'm going to break something if I try to load anything on my my phone screen. I'm I'm
1: in the same boat as you, so I don't want to pull it
0: up either, or I'll disconnect the call or something. Yeah, uh, for all listeners, we had real tech difficulties before this show, so uh, (laughs) it was my first one back and it looked like I wasn't going to be back um, because our usual way of recording this show was not working Uh, and then we are now close to 1am at the time we're talking to this. I've got to be up in four hours and... uh, and we've only just gotten to TakeOver UK, and it's all because of tech difficulties. Um, and we're now doing the old school talking over Skype, um, technique. So we'll see how it sounds. If it sounds weird for anyone, I, I don't really apologize, because again, it's nearly 1am. <laughs>
1: yeah, be yeah, grateful,
0: grateful the show's been recorded, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, let's, let's talk about TakeOver Cardiff, man. The second TakeOver event from the NXT UK brand. I'm psyched. This is like, this now means that the TakeOver like UK takeovers are a thing now. Like we had one yeah. before, and we just had one, and we had one for seven or eight months. Now we've got two, and and that just makes them seem more legit. You know, they've got uh, Sid Scalar on Twitter what, a week or two ago asking fans where the next takeover should be in the UK. Like it's just like an established thing now. I think the brand it just establishes the brand more as a as an a proper ongoing uh, brand within WWE. Uh, so yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: I am, I'm psyched for it. Uh, I, oh, I feel in the energy. We've just said it's in, it's in my town. It's in my city. Uh, oh, how right? How are you finding this card? As as we as it stands, we believe it's a five match card. Uh, so mm-hmm. we've got Noam Dar versus uh, Travis Banks. Uh, we're going to break these down a bit more uh, in a moment, but yeah, Noam Dar versus Travis Banks. We have got Dave Mastiff versus Joe Coffey in a Last Man Standing match. Uh, we have. A triple threat or three way tag team match, uh, which is the Grizzled Young Veterans defending their gold uh, against uh, Gallus's Wolfgang and Mark Coffey, and South Wales' subcultures Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews, with the women's title on the line as Tony Storm defends against Kaylee Ray. And then, obviously, the main event, the big one, uh, Volta versus Tyler Bate, which is only the second time I believe they've ever met in singles. Uh, competition the first time in WWE uh, so your immediate feelings just hearing that card called out to you there read out to you how does it make you feel
1: it makes me feel like I want it to be Saturday at two o'clock uh my time
0: <laughs> so so weird yeah I mean, it's so weird it's two o'clock for you I'll be uh I'll probably just be getting my first beer poured for me at that point um yeah. at two o'clock <laughs> on my on my day yeah I'm uh I I think uh it's, it's funny because we also had our predictions for the cards, and I think uh, I got the main event right. I know that you much. did, which was, um,
1: which kudos to you. Um, I, I did get Dave Massif and Joe Coffey in a match together, correct? But I had did them, you? Oh wow! I had them in a triple threat for the title with Walter, though. Ah,
0: so. oh, well, that was a, that was just a crazy ass prediction, anyway. If, it was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I did
1: get Southville Subculture in the tag title match though.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think I didn't, and. Um, and I remember you saying that to me, and I was like, what the hell didn't I think of them in that match? <laughs> uh, so this, we've chatted about them a little bit now. So let's just start with the tag team match, man. I was going to work go for it. it but let's just go for it. So uh, it's a triple threat. Uh, now, I'll put it this way. I'm not a massive fan of multi-team tag team matches because um, in WWE, they don't ever seem to... I've noticed AEW do the same thing as well, but I... I They don't always tag, like, have everyone in. Like, I always feel like it should be one representative of each team in the ring at any time, like, legal. I don't like the idea that that. the team, like, the third team have to tag in uh, to get in. And there's only two legal men. If If it's a triple threat tag team match, it should just be a triple threat. But it happens to be tag teams instead of single wrestlers, yeah? Am I a thousand
1: percent agree because a normal triple threat match, um, you all three people are legal at the same time. So exactly. why would it not the same way in a tag match? I did see there was a triple threat match in WCW in the mid '90s that was actually tag in rules, and <laughs> I just <laughs> thought that was the most yeah. baffling thing. I'm like, why would you ever tag the other guy? You know, yeah, like why yeah. would you ever do that? Like it just it made no sense to me. But um. Anyway, yes, I I think it should be three people legal at all times. And I hope and kind of expect that that's the way they they'll do it. Um,
0: so how do you see? So, well, let's have a look at maybe Grizzly Young Veterans and Rain as champions. Uh, they're going to be closing in on, this will be about seven and a half months on it. Half uh, a month? Yeah. At this point, yeah. So not... Any massive defenses in there? I think they defended against uh, only Larkin and Danny Birch. Uh, they mm-hmm. they rematch
1: against Mustache Mountain at yeah. uh, what?
0: At, at at um at Sweaty Goss. yeah, Sweaty yeah. They defended. Yeah. Um, well, they were meant to defend against Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams, but Jordan was taken out, wasn't he? Uh, so yeah. I think he'd, I think the was it the gold? Were they defending the goal then when it was? Uh, Kenny Williams and Noam Dahl, or was it just a tag team match? I can't remember. But
1: uh, I so. don't recall at the top of my head. But no, they haven't had like that, like true defining title defense. The the victory at, at Blackpool was certainly a defining match for them. But they match haven't for the had night. A, yeah, yeah. But they haven't had a, a title defense that really like, you know put it way, way over the top. I, I'd like to say that the Mustache Mountain one did, but it was like shenanigans, you know, so it was like... Yeah, yeah, which I'd forgotten yeah. about
0: until, um, well, something we're going to talk about in a bit, a documentary, but uh, yeah, I'd forgotten that ended in uh, sh- shenanigans. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say their reign as being... Um, listen, I just think if you've got someone like uh, Zach Gibson on the mic, um, I think that you could probably build your stories a bit more for the tag champs, you know, I, I just don't think they've had a very deep and meaningful uh, storyline going on. Um, so that's why uh, if, the, if the rain does, does come to an end this coming Saturday, um, I will always look back I think on the rain and think, oh man, we could have just done a little bit more. And like you said, maybe that little bit more was just having that one definitive successful defense before they drop them. But um, how about the build for this match then, man? We, did, we sort of chatted a little earlier about it. it's been hot. It's been like a, probably the hottest uh, in ring build towards it. Uh, so it was initially going to be Gallus versus, um, Grizzly Young Veterans, which obviously was not going to work because they're both so obviously heels. Uh, so yeah. we've, had, we've had the baby faces inserted in, and normally you'd think, oh, the baby faces are getting put in there just to eat the pin. And that was my, uh, I kind of thought that before, that this was a way of getting the belts onto Gallus without doing heel versus heel, but it's hometown, man, for both. My yeah, you can't, they can't flesh. do it. They're no. kind of
1: they have to put it on them because if 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 not that that's going to just i mean i wouldn't say it would kill the crowd but like i mean what a way to like just break everybody's hearts right away i mean I, th- we we're talking about this as if this is the first match on the show like but they but takeover's do tend to open with the tag team title match so it's a fair assumption that it could go on first on the main card so I just, I, I feel like my, my prediction, my prediction is Southfield subculture over Gallus to win the titles, and then Zach Gibson can go on epic promos for months talking about how they didn't actually get beaten and that Southfield subculture are are fake champions, and, yeah. uh, and the story just writes itself, and then you can it does, really yeah. go to the rematch at some point later on, which would definitely be a main event anywhere, so that's what i think happens and i'm just putting it out there right now i think that's the the best way to go um if grizzled young veterans retain it's almost like well who who do they have to beat then after that and, and and if Gallus wins that's perfectly fine too that's good for them they they almost could really use it and if this show was anywhere but cardiff i would maybe say that's a good idea but you got to give it to the hometown boys you just have to. And what if, what if they, or what if they win it at Takeover, and then the next night at the tapings, grizzled young veterans beat him for him again.
0: Well, this has crossed my mind, man. So I, so I'm with you 100 percent on how it should play out. I think, uh, I think South Wales subculture win the belts, and I think they pin Gallus, so that Zach Gibson, like you said, has that just that ammo for his promos for the next couple of months uh, about them not having actually been defeated. And it's crossed my mind because I think that Andrews and Webster will lose the belts on TV uh, Mm -hmm. rather than at takeover because I think the belts are going to Gallus. I just think we're taking a longer way to get there uh, perhaps. Or maybe the belts are going to end up on Imperium uh, if Volta retains as well. Uh, So my gut has been saying to me, oh, man, will they switch it the next night? Because they've done they've done stuff like this before. I mean, this company in particular is well known for this kind of stuff. Give them, give the hometown the crowd the pop. I have the happy WrestleMania moment. We'll fix it the next day. <laughs> you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll put things back right. how they're meant to be. So it's crossed my mind. I mean, my, my gut tells me that if they win the belts and they don't lose them the next night, then I would imagine they're going to lose them at the next taping. Would be my uh, would be my feel on it. I also think that. It'd be good for the brands to have some title changes on the TV tapings. Uh, it'll help. it help with ticket sales and all that stuff. So, oh, um, I agree
1: because the, the the title change on a TV taping is ex, is extremely rare. In fact, I think what the only time that a new champion was crowned on TV was when they they the, the women's tournament, right? Yeah,
0: Rhea, Yeah, that's the only time. Yeah. So, so that was uh, it. So
1: yeah, they could use it. That'd be it'd be great for the brand to. You know, and and make you want to tune in every week. Like, oh man, the the title could switch, so I gotta watch.
0: Exactly, man. Because people yeah. I think always assume these TV defenses aren't gonna result in a change. So I think that, that would be good. See, I'm, I'm I'm expecting a really good match here. Uh, I think that the, you know, the tag title match at uh, Takeover Blackpool was the match of the night. Uh, so there's a lot for this one to live up to, but I think uh, I think we're gonna get a really good match. So I, I just think, I think all these men have got a lot to prove. Gallus weren't on the last card. For take over, I think um, Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster are just going to be wanting to prove. You know, they've been doing media duties this week. It's probably the biggest week of their careers, Probably, of You know, and they're in yeah. they're in the home city. They're doing Welsh media stuff. I just think that they're going to give it everything. Um, so I, I think Mark Andrews and Flash are probably going to have their best match uh, that they've had in WWE. So I'm I'm excited for that match. I think uh, it could be a surprise one. And let's let's talk about. Um, the grudge match is now. It's gone to Noam Dar versus Travis Banks. Uh, yes. Uh, another potential show opener. Uh, we're not going through these in the order, but I think this could be the opening match, uh, potentially. So the story here, obviously, Travis... Uh, Noam, I love Noam Dar's promo where he said he contractually had to have a match at TakeOver. Uh, and I love the commentary we dispute disputing this, I think, the following week. <laughs> or uh, Radzi was or something. Or maybe Travis Banks. Oh, Travis Banks said it to Razzi when he got the office saying Johnny Sane told him that uh, Noam Dar's contract does not quite clearly (laughs) state that he gets a takeover match but I just love this arrogance of Noam Dar Uh, so he's he's sort of been waiting to get himself a good opponent Travis Banks obviously lost out his match uh, against um, uh, Jordan Devlin yeah Yeah. Blackpool so uh, big big opportunity for Banks I mean I've got to be honest I'm surprised this match made the card I am a little surprised. bit too yeah. because
1: yeah because there are a few other matches or a few other feuds that are have been going on that are not on the card or at least not on the main card like we were just talking about with Rhea and Piper like that could have been on the card or Zaya and Ginny or Jazzy like could have been on the card or um you know I mean even even Ono and Gallagher had more like of a of like a true kind of you know, like, Ono beat Gallagher, but his foot was under the rope. So there's, like, a history there where this was just kind of something that happened almost because Dar was kind of kind of picked on him once.
0: Yeah, um, and I think the... Uh, was, sorry, yeah.
1: Oh, I was just saying, this, it was kind of weird that this beat out some other potential matches for the show. Not that it won't be good. The match is going to be awesome. But it just it, the, the match selection is just kind of a little surprising for me i guess
0: i hope that the the match i hope they're allowed to just go out there and they just get told just go out there and wrestle a proper uh, proper british wrestling match just go just go kick the shit out of each other you know just, uh, <laughs> it's like just just beat the crap into each other i just want to i just want to see them just go at it you know and i don't want to hold back well, agree. I think
1: the next match that we're going to talk about is probably going to fill that role on the card. But I'll be happy with that in this case as well.
0: Who do you see winning it? Noam Dar. Ooh. I'm going All Travis right. Banks, man. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I think. I don't know.
1: You know what? I think Banks needs it more.
0: Yeah, he does need a big win.
1: He need, He needs a big defining win. But that seems to be a theme here.
0: Because he lost the Jordan Devlin feud, didn't he? He Uh, did. And he lost
1: lost the Walter match. Yeah. um, After he won that that, kind of mini tournament thing that they had uh, at the Sweaty Goth Festival. So, yeah. So Banks kind of needs a big win. But I keep feeling like Dar's kind of getting pushed. Do you think
0: they tease the... um... Do you think they sort of you know like to do this? Uh, do you think Noam Dar attacks Travis Banks before the match, and they go to have the they go to have the physios take him away, like to almost tease and a recreation of what happened at Blackpool? But then actually Banks is going to turn around and he's going to go wrestle a match this time. Do you think they're going to try and run that that story before the match? I could see
1: that, or I could see this is where Kenny Williams comes into play.
0: Yes. You know, Sorry. Was, yeah, we so, blow that up. Yeah.
1: So it's like you know they could, they could try to throw Kenny in there, and Banks is having none of it. And then who knows where that leads? I I just I'm I'm feeling a Kenny Williams heel turn, and I think that the Kenny Williams heel turn might even be the cause of Banks losing. I mean, who knows? They could even dark and attack him. And maybe Williams could come out and maybe think that he's there to kind of help keep things fair. And then he just turns on Banks at the end and Darwins wins and we're off to the races.
0: Nah, no, well, I, Kenny Williams as a heel wasn't even on my radar until this podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, and now now I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can see it. I can see it happening. Uh, so let's talk about the uh, the other Gros match. Joe Coffey versus Dean Mastiff in a Last Man Standing match. I'm uh, so, so pumped for this. So this is a similar situation for um, for Mastiff to what he was at with Blackpool, where yeah. he had a bit of a feud with Eddie Dennis that led into. But they had that match, and you know, they had the the tables are out, the weapons are out. Was it? it must be a No DQ match. I'm guessing that one. I don't remember off the yeah, of my head. Yeah, was it?
1: Was It was just like a street fight, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, obviously this one. Uh, Mastiff's like a go-to guy now. It seems Does that ball like.
1: count anywhere?
0: Yeah, was it? God, we should do our research before we... Uh... <laughs> maybe, we
1: should, yeah, maybe we should take some damn notes before we talk about this. <laughs> we should, yeah.
0: <laughs> and not be doing it at 1am. <laughs> well, my time, 1am. <laughs> I'm um, feeling yeah. <laughs> myself falling asleep. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's, I, I, you know, I've always said this, that Dave Mastiff and Joe Coffey had one of my favorite matches from the uh, 2018 UK tournament. Uh, in the Royal Albert Hall, I think it was a uh, second round match. It was on the, yeah. um, but it was on the first night of the Albert Hall tapins and I love that match between the two of them. So I, I'm really psyched for this. Uh, I think it's going to be, oh god, I mean they, they're going to they're going to beat the shit into each other, aren't they?
1: They absolutely are, 100, percent. and it's going to be glorious. I can't wait for it. This is going to be the match This is going to be the violent match of the night for sure. Like if you. You want two big dudes beating the shit out of each other. This is going to give it to you. So, um. I just, but we
0: won't. We won't get any blood and guts though, Brent, because WWE <laughs> graduated from that kind of uh, stuff um, many <laughs> a year ago. To quote, the, to quote the old man. So, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm psyched I, as I don't think we get any Gallus interference. Uh, I think this will be purely uh, Joe and Dave just going at it. Uh, another. I, I tell you what though. This is. This is one of the, like, I like the TakeOver card. I'm really, I'm really excited about. I'm going to it. I'm, I am, said ready. I'm jacked up for this. But I sometimes look at the card, and then I compare it to the Blackpool card. And I, I look at it and think, well, not a lot has changed. Like, Mastiff hasn't been on TV, really. And yet he's got a TakeOver match. But there's other people who have been, who've been prominently uh, on TV who aren't on TakeOver. That's a good point. you know, and even Joe Coffey, like oh he's not in the main event this time but he'll have a match with Mastiff. It, it I I kinda of felt it with the noam Darn Travis Banks one, but I felt it more with this match. I was kinda of like Did this need to be a match they built for Takeover, you know? Could Coffey have gone up against someone else? I know they've been building this for a while now, it dates back I guess to um uh, the download tapings I don't I can't remember if it was being hinted at before with uh, Mastiff's issues with uh with Coffee but um
1: I guess it's just kind of been more of a slow build, and there's been other yeah. builds that have been more up in your face. Uh, and their build certainly is when they're on TV, but then you kind of, like, forget about it for a minute until they yeah. bring it back up. And it's like, oh, yeah, these two hate each other now. Um, yeah, you're like,
0: oh, this has been going on for months. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it really has, too. Yeah. yeah, so I I definitely see why they're doing it. And plus, you're guaranteed to get a great match out of Joe Coffee. And you're pretty much guaranteed to get a great match out of Dave Mastiff. So, and we did get, we've gotten a a little bit of a taste of how they work together with the the tournament match and with the match they had a few weeks ago on on TV. So, it's you know it, it's, I guess sometimes you want to just like put your best performers out there for the big show, yeah, and make yeah. sure that they are featured in matches, even if there are other people who have been trying to make their case or whatever. So. Joe Coffey
0: is so underrated as well, man. Like I, I just, oh my I god, think, right? I maintain to this day he should have won the title at Blackpool. Um, I wouldn't have hated it. I still think? <laughs> no, and they were just going to take it off Pete. What two and a half months later, anyway? Um, it's like you
1: might as well have just done it in the UK, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, done in the UK. Done it. I with guess Joe. the only
1: reason they didn't is because they knew they were going to put it on Walter, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think they knew exactly it's how like and when.
1: You'd have had to hot shot it to somebody else just so Walter could have beat them, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I'm still, I'm still quite bitter. Still quite bitter about it. <laughs> what you got well, going over here? All right. Well, oh, the pro. A lot of, a lot of who I think could win these matches really depends on the main event. see stupid that sounds, because
1: yeah. no, that makes sense. That makes it, a lot of sense.
0: It's very. We're going to get onto assume, it but it's very likely the main event's going to end with a heel win, mm-hmm. and they're not going to want to send that crowd home having seen too many heel wins. Uh, exactly. We've talked about we've talked about South World subculture uh, winning the belts there. Okay, that's great. we we'll have got the women's one now, and me and there's going to be a third match. I think where it's got to be the babyface win. Now that's either got to be Travis Banks or it's got to be Dave Massive. Uh, I'm gonna. God, because yeah, even if Falter if does retain, you could have Dave Mastiff go up against him, couldn't he, if he wins. Um, well let's I'm...
1: let's think about this match this way too though, because I think a last man standing match lends itself really well to that to the situation that we're talking about because if if this match if the match itself is just spectacular and just blows everybody away, and the heel just barely wins by getting to their feet on time at like the count of nine and a half I think it it might be okay. Like the, you know, the crowd would be upset that you know massive loss, but if he just barely lost because they both left everything in the ring and outside the ring, and it was just a a a, a war, and they just go completely all out, it, it might be okay if Coffee wins.
0: I I'm going with a Coffee win.
1: I'm going with a Coffee win too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think the uh, that was my feeling before we started doing this podcast, and I was I'm an Aaron, but I was kind of like no, nah, I see Joe, I see Joe taking it. I think it all uh, for the, for those casual viewers who just watched Takeovers, uh, you know, I think that uh, if they saw him lose in Blackpool, but they thought oh he's in the main event, he's a big deal. I think they need to see him win now, you know, and get get another win under his belt, and so maybe he becomes a challenger again in the main in the main event scene. And
1: and Gallus needs a rub, too, a little bit, because, like, they formed, but then they haven't really done too much since then as far as winning big matches
0: goes. But I'm going to make a prediction right now. Mm -hmm. If Gallus lose the tag team match, and if Joe Coffey loses this Last Man Standing match, I'm predicting that Gallus will break up. I can see that.
1: Because numbers. it's almost like, what do you do with them at that point? That yeah, have... we'll
0: get a rivalry that can, they can do that probably for the rest of the year then, uh, the way the storytelling is paced, um, that will be their breakup uh, until Christmas. That's my theory, man.
1: I like it. I mean, Putting I, mean it out there. I, I mean, I like your theory as far as like what you think would happen, but I I do hope that Coffee wins the match and that they don't break up.
0: Where I would I like you place this match a... on the card? Where would you place it on the card? So, so far,
1: I think I think so far you, we've talked about them in the order that they'll happen. Hmm. Honestly, I,
0: unintentionally, but yeah, I think uh, yeah, I it we'll be right, third. Yeah. Uh, so let's go on to the match we think will be fourth, uh, yep. which will be uh, I think you'll agree with me on this: uh, Tony yep. Storm versus Kaylee Rates. Uh, yeah, so this women, is gonna go fourth. <laughs> yeah, NXT UK Women's Championship on the line. Uh, Tony. Has the opportunity to uh, become the first woman to successfully defend that championship at a takeover. Uh, obviously, Rhea lost it uh, to her at mm-hmm. the last takeover. So, very much like Ruthless Young Veterans, Tony Storm's going into this on a seven and a half month reign. Um, I, I have loads of. Fear. Well, there's loads. Like, we could go on about this match, man. Just about the build, what match do you think we're going to see from it, and just. This had what... favourite build. Yeah, and I, I mean, I can, I'm just going to put it out there now before we get into the build. No, screw it. I'll talk about it when we talk about the winners. Let's talk about the build for this match. Now, I think I don't know if I said it on on air or if it was before we started recording this. Uh, Tony only appeared once in the Plymouth tapings, uh, which was for that in-ring promo that we saw. I think it was last week on NXT UK. Uh, she hasn't had an in-ring match for uh, since down the download tapings, uh, so she hasn't wrestled in front of the UK crowd for a while. Uh, this is her first match, so it's all been done in interviews. Yeah. But they've been they've been very well done into do something
1: so well done like the all the it was like they sat them down for an interview and then showed the pieces of the interview over the course of like four weeks of TV, and that promo in the ring last week was just scathing. I mean, when it was done, I was ready to just watch Tony beat her ass. <laughs> like,
0: yeah,
1: I'm just I'm ready for it. I Oh my god! Like this is this is the match I'm the most hyped for in terms of just like the feud. I'm like, l- like, like I'm just ready to watch it play out.
0: But this is the hottest feud. Like I know I said about the tag team one having like a hot build and and stuff like that. That's I mean that in the sense of uh, just actively like, getting hands on each other. Live, cr- yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. This yeah. one, this is like the the blood feud, isn't it? This is the. Uh, it's been built purely through drama and um, words spoken, uh, which is crazy when you think that you know it was not too long ago you could argue that Tony wasn't a fantastic promo, uh, but now I think she's one of the best they've got. Um, just she's mastered the character with the way she speaks in interviews, and uh, I just think everything was so well shot, like the cinematography of of like the yeah the bit you mentioned like the interviews, the sit down interviews where they were almost. Uh, they're separate rooms, obviously, but they were almost play for a side-by-side. And uh, I thought that was so well done. It's just the, They've brought in all their history, uh, you know, living with each other in Japan. And they haven't even tried to shy away from the fact that these two have faced each other multiple times in other promotions. You know, like they're not trying to BS us. Which is, I, is which I, I love, love that about yeah. UK.
1: They always embrace the history.
0: They do, don't they? They've done it before. They haven't done it yet with Tyler Bate and Volta. Uh, I was waiting for it uh, this week, but they haven't done it with that one. But generally speaking, particularly the women, they like Ginny and Tony. They, you know, they've mentioned that um, numerous times. And we've seen loads of footage of, I think we can guarantee, we, we now know that WXW have um, definitely got a deal with WWE. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they've yeah. Used so, they've used so much footage from there uh, over the last like five weeks. Um, and for the, for Volta and just for the the Katie Ray and Tony Storm stuff. I mean, yeah. The, you know, Tony's dad's getting mentioned, and um, and just Kaylee, they're building up this idea that Kaylee was a best friend uh, for the longest time, and they used to live together, all that stuff. And so, that then when she finally delivered the line about her father, like everyone felt that. You yeah. Know, right? We felt it anyway in the crowd, having not seen any of these promos, because I, I doubt they'd even been filmed yet, these promos. Uh, but watching as a TV audience member, where you've been seeing all these this build over the uh, X amount of weeks, and when that dad line comes in, you're like, "Holy shit, Kaylee Ray's a bitch. <laughs> S- slap her up, Tony. You know." And, and suddenly, Kaylee Ray became like the hottest heel on the whole show. Um, I mean, seriously, just mean, that,
1: like, I'm like, I'm wanting this match to be like 12 seconds long, dude.
0: Like, oh, can you imagine? I mean, that 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 could happen.
1: It would, wouldn't that be a shock, though? I mean, it would be It would be, be a, a shock. cool shock, though. Like, the bell rings and Tony just whooped her ass, like, from pillar to post, hits the finisher, and done. I mean, like, and it would be, if they were ever going to do that, this would be the most appropriate time.
0: <laughs> this, yeah. And I, you know, it's funny. You're saying stuff now that I've not considered. Then I'm just kind of like, cause I've been waiting for a great match between them. Now I'm thinking, wow, that would actually be perfect because Tony – yeah, she hasn't really said a whole lot in this whole thing, apart from, you know, done the interviews, but she didn't say anything in the ring then, and uh, it would be perfect. It would be, it would be perfect. It's the only match on the card where they can get away with a quick finish. Absolutely. And, and where, and where yeah. the fans wouldn't turn, because the fans just love Tony. Um,
1: I, could, I can almost see it. I can see them in the ring kind of facing off, like, each of them, you know, like, kind of not face-to-face, but, like, kind of close, and, Kaylee Ray just running her mouth, and Tony, you can just see her getting mad, getting mad, getting mad, and then she just snaps. And sixty seconds later, the bell rings again. I mean, I could just, I could see it. I could see it.
0: Have you seen these two in a match before? Because I know you've gone back to, you know, you've watched some of the British. I've
1: watched, I've watched some old Tony Storm stuff, but I haven't seen these two together. So. Oh man,
0: my first, uh, I think my first time seeing them together was a Progress match, uh, which might have. It might have been Tony Storm's first defence of the Progress Women's uh, Championship. Oh, sweet. I'm not, not sure. I mean, I think I've said it before. I'm pretty sure my memory—if memory serves me right—she did. You know, the old school Storm Zero, uh, the yeah. Power Driver version. I think she did that off like the second rope uh, oh, my of, the God. of the ring. <laughs> uh, if I remember right, it was certainly some kind of pile Driver off the second rope, and. I think that's how she ended up winning the match, and it was like a holy shit moment. Uh, so we're not going to see that <laughs> on Saturday because uh, Tony's not allowed to do a pile drivers anymore. But uh, but that match, it, it stayed with me. It was a really good match. So I'm expecting good things unless we get the 12 second match that you predicted. Right. Um, let's talk about. Uh, is there any doubt
1: in anybody's mind that Tony retains here? Oh well,
0: yes and no, man. This is the day I wanted to get to because look. Uh, there's a one percent chance Kaylee Ray wins this match, and I'm going to tell you why. There's one, why that one percent is actually uh, a a big amount.
1: If Kaylee Ray wins this match, I'm suplexing my TV and sending all my friends home.
0: Well, at least wait until you have seen the main event. Now. <laughs> 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 and then do after. Uh, the I'm going to I'm going to tell you why. Now, I think I I, I believe Tony Storm's retaining. Okay, uh, that's my feeling, uh, and I think you're right. It doesn't seem in question that she'll lose. Uh, but I think if she retains, she's in the last, uh, the last legs of her, of her reign uh, and in her time in NXT UK. I think that uh, I'm still predicting now Nixon Newell. Oh God, Tegan Knox! I thought, I got, <laughs> I, thought Knox. I got the right. I thought I used the right name then. As I got Nixon Newell, uh, Tegan Knox. I'm still going with Tegan Knox appearing at takeover. She um, has to. She so I has still, to. Yeah, I think maybe there's gonna be a post match down or something and maybe Tegan Ox makes a save, and then we're going to get the, the look between Tony and Tegan. Uh, maybe Tegan handing her the belt. You know, that, that whole look thing they do, passing the belt, looking at the belt a little longer than she probably should. Um, right. But you're thinking, you know, right, Tegan's probably going to end up going through a little bit of a feud with Kaylee Ray, and then she's going to come to Tony for, for probably the next takeover, which might even be Blackpool again in January. Who knows? So, um, But I think if this... Whatever comes in this match, it's the last. We're in the last um, couple of months. Tony in NXT UK, I think. We're in the end game now. Yeah, uh, we are in the end game now, man. We are to quote a wonderful film, and um, <laughs> the I can just see it happening. I think Tony's going to drop that belt at her next big defense, uh, but I think they'll give her the whole thing of being the first one to defend it on a takeover. I think that will cement and uh, legitimise a title run. The now, let me tell you why I think there's a chance that she could lose it. Uh, and i 'd be surprised if she does, but how she could NXT go into two hours on the USA network. That show needs Tony Storm. You are not wrong <laughs> tell, oh, tell me it does, Tell me NXT it is now not desperate for Tony Storm for her look, for Tony you know her gimmick, Storm her character the leading
1: face of NXT. Like, the leading face. Not the leading woman, but just the leading yep. face of NXT.
0: There's no one else in that women's division, man, who can carry it on a two-hour cable network TV show. You know, and not that I can think off the top of my head. Uh, and I think it's Tony Storm. And I think you've got to get her over there as quickly as you can. And she could still do NXT UK for a while. They, they do with loads of them. They're flying back over for taping. So there's no reason, she, I guess, that she needs to drop the belt right away. And maybe it would, it would do... Um, it would do NXT UK good to have her over there with a belt, but I just think it would confuse the new audience if Tony Storm's over there with a different NXT belt.
1: Unless uh, they inserted her directly into a feud with Shayna Baszler over who was the dominant women's champion. Yep.
0: Yeah. Or well, even like, um, if somehow that belt gets onto Io Shirai. Uh, you can it imagine. should be, but anyway... Yeah, yeah, uh, but imagine some of you, and sound that's me filling my water uh, glass up. Uh, the But, you know, you can Honestly, get that... Honestly, they uh,
1: should just give every championship to Idio Shirai. All of them.
0: <laughs> you know, she ain't Shane our UK one. Uh the,
1: the the tag titles, the the Intercontinental, everything, but...
0: Do you see what I mean, though? Like, Tony yeah, Storm, I, I they need her on NXT. Do. They need her on NXT now, and so I, th- I think their time is done and is coming up in NXT UK. The... No, I think
1: you're right. I think you're... I, I had not even... You know how I was bringing stuff up that you hadn't thought about. You just did the same thing to me, and I hadn't thought about that. And you're completely right. Like that, it's true. And and Tony Storm could be the face of NXT.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've said all along that she's got the main roster look down already. Um, Absolutely. And she can talk now. Uh, she's girls will love her. You know, there's that little girl who's always at the Plymouth tapings who dresses up as Tony Storm. Like she's a little girl.
1: Uh, she's yeah. you know the it's
0: UK. <laughs> yeah, Tiny Tony. Yeah, the U.S. crowd, uh, the family audience, which I guess NXT is going to start developing um, because of TV. Uh, they're they're going to eat her up, and I just think, for me, t- before at least before the end of this year, Tony Storm ends up as a, a regular uh, every every week in the U.S. You're which would break my heart.
1: You're probably right.
0: Yeah, so yeah, I, I do think she's going to win, though. I'll
1: actually get a chance to see her. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's true. There is benefits to it. And they'll still use her in the UK, even if she's not on TV. They'll just sort of do Pete Dunne, and she'll be appearing in dark matches and stuff, because they'll still use her to, to push tickets. But I just think the fact that they so coldly took Pete Dunne off NXT UK TV, uh, and you're talking about a guy who held that belt for two years, man. Uh, and they, but they just I thought he was going to
1: die with that thing, man. Yeah,
0: but he, they didn't <laughs> even give him a send-off on TV, you know, and uh, it just makes me think that they really are still remembering that this is developmental, and you can't have your big star having that belt all the time, you know, you, you do need a Kaylee Ray to carry that women's belt, uh, and stuff, you don't, you know, it doesn't need to be the name that everyone else in WWE knows about, the, the Pete Dunns or the Tony Storms, it's got to be the uh, the unknown ones who, who can carry the brand, and I, I think Kaylee Ray might be a candidate for that, but yeah, I do think Tony Storm's going to win the match, but I can see why they'd want to get Tony over to America uh, for September eighteenth. Uh, was it? That's that is the debut. episode. the big, episode. Date. Uh, the big yep. date. Yeah. So um, I'm assuming you think Tony Storm's winning this match, then.
1: Well, I do, but now you've put doubt into my head. But I, I do. <laughs> I think. I think she will. I think she'll retain. Um, but I do agree with you, and I think that probably her next big defense, which might be against Tegan, who knows? Uh, that could or be. Ginny, like,
0: yeah, or Ginny might or take it. Or, and then, yeah.
1: or Rhea could take it if Rhea is the the winner of the Piper feud and then she beats Tony and there's already, like, some tied-in precedence there for Tegan and Rhea because of the Mayon Classic. Yeah. and the injury oh, and wow, everything. Yeah. So there's there's already a built-in feud there. So, I mean, it, that could happen. So. I went to really
0: pushing that as well on um, social media this week. Uh, yeah. Is it the that were tweeting about it, or was someone else just tweeting and it got picked up? I, th- I can't remember where I saw it, but, yeah, they've been in the ring with each other, yeah, on the, I guess on the Florida circuit, was the it? The
1: Florida circuit, yeah. yeah. Uh, in NXT where so... they kind of do everything before they do it on TV. But,
0: yeah, so obviously they've uh, made a big deal out of the fact that uh, we're going with this idea now, I guess, that I think we're going to rewrite history a little bit, and we're going to say that Rhea injured Tegan. I think that'll be the way that uh, the history books will remember it in storyline sense. I mean, oh, yeah, like, I mean, you've you got to do it. Yeah, you've got to yeah, do it. Yeah, you have to. It's there. Yeah. It's,
1: it's right there.
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think that uh, where, where they do that, they're obviously going to do that food. Uh, where they do it, I guess, is up for uh, discussion. But I think uh, this match could be a sleeper match, man, a sleeper hit on the on the show. I think a lot of people are looking forward to it. There's a lot of pressure on it. I it think. was the first uh,
1: match announced for TakeOver.
0: Yeah, a long time ago now. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Two Two months ago?
1: We were so younger on TV. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We were. I think. It was, I think the tapings. When was downloaded? That was in June, what? wasn't it? June. Yeah. So, I so. Mean, this is
1: like the WrestleMania build as far as takeovers are concerned.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, let's talk about one. Let's talk about a match now, man. That after oh. I just watched the documentary on WWE Network. Uh, what What was it called? The end. Point. Target.
1: Uh, prime Target, prime NXT target. TakeOver, NXT UK oh, TakeOver, part of the longest title for any show ever, but
0: yeah. an
1: amazing piece of TV. If, like, um,
0: if you're listening to the show now and you haven't watched this Prime Target show, it's about 26 minutes long. Uh, it's on it's on the network. Uh, it, aired, it premiered today, I believe, yeah? Um, ahead of uh, the NXT UK episode. I would have personally just put it on after. Immediately afterwards. Uh, but it's just focused on the uh, Tyler Bates and Volta main event. Oh, uh, my God. I've, I've said it online. I'm going to say it now. I don't think WWE have ever produced a piece of content that has built up a main event uh, in the way that this does.
1: It was For any such an oh, my God. It was such an incredible – just – it was like a little mini-movie. I mean
0: – It was.
1: And I And I love the way they have been – when they when they do these kind of sort of documentary things, they're kind of half shoot worked, you know. Like yeah. it's supposed to be like the characters, but in for real though. Like I don't know. Like you, you know what I mean. Like it's it's really hard to describe. It's kind of like it's the it's new to... K fade,
0: isn't it? It's the new K fade. Uh, where is. like they um, <laughs> yeah they kind of they show they them of like stuff, and yeah.
1: stuff like he's in the ring with Trent seven and they're like throwing arm drags and stuff. And so it's like, it's supposed to be him like training, but you know, but not, I don't know. Like it's, it's such a cool concept though. I love it. It's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. And it, it made me so much more excited for the match than I already was.
0: Holy shit, man. Like the, so this whole, uh, trying to describe it to people who, who maybe haven't watched it yet. I mean, it's made up of about – there's probably four people getting interviewed in the whole thing, and that is Tyler Bate, uh, Walter, uh, Tyler Bate's mum, bless her. She's spoken to me on, on Twitter before. I think she used to handle mm-hmm. some, uh, some of Tyler's uh, merchandise sales for him. So I remember chatting to her about that uh, a couple of years ago with a T-shirt I got of his. But, um, and then um, Trent Seven, who did incredible, incredible work in this documentary – Trent Seven is one of the best promos in wrestling. and I'm, Come at me, guys. I don't give a shit. He he's, does some of the best character work. Um, oh, I got and, your back, dude. I'll fight yeah. with
1: fists if someone has something to say about that.
0: Uh, he's so selfless, man. The way You, you can tell he just loves Tyler and, like, and everything he always does to build Tyler up and he, what he does in this show. So, yeah, it's made up of basically, for the most part, just four interviews they've shot, really, uh, between them. But there's loads of um, aerial shots of, like, you know, they've got um, over from Germany you got Tyler Bate in England. Uh, you just like the, the gardens they shoot in, the angles. You know, there's just little bits of Tyler Bate playing the piano. Uh, and there's, it's interspersed with footage of, you know, we're reminding everyone that Tyler Bate was the first champ. You know, yeah. he was the first one to win this belt. And I just, I get chills talking about man. Because there's like a bit, there's a bit where Tyler Bate talks about how he won't let, he, like he's there and he said, I will not let you disrespect that, that championship any longer. And I'm just thinking holy shit, man. It's like the first ever champ. is come back to defend the honor of the belt that he was, the, that he was the first one to win. And I'm getting goose pimples, man. As I'm, as I'm, oh, dude, as I'm I, saying it. I, um, listening to you
1: talk about it is giving me like, dude, a chill. like
0: I'm, <laughs> it, 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 honest honestly, God, um, God, I get literally getting like, I'm feeling my, like I'm getting shivered on my, my back. As I'm, as I'm saying it, the, it, it touched me, man. I, I gonna I'm going to say this now. I haven't loaded up my WWE network account, um, until this week for a couple of weeks. And, um, that's the first non NXT UK main show stuff I, um, I've watched now. I don't watch anything else on that network anymore. Uh, that blew my mind, man! Like, and it just made me love wrestling again. <laughs> like, not I that how it. You hear that, man. Yeah, catch not like
1: some of the catch up on uh, some of the main roster pay per views lately because they've been really good. But anyway, uh, I
0: I'm, an, I'm enjoying. UK. I'm enjoying being able to say I haven't watched any since um, WrestleMania though, so I want to keep that stat going for longer. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> The but yeah this 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 whole show just the way they cut the interviews up and they showed Volta I guess that lovely promo that was on NXT UK a couple of weeks ago where Volto was training um, in his in his training school I guess the footage from that came from this yeah uh, so if you haven't watched it that'll give you an idea of like the way this all looks uh, and Vol when Volta was there slapping the shit out of his his students and there's a bit more of that on this where you see him like stretching their legs a bit further and. Really putting weight in the back. on it their can't...
1: backs when you're doing push-ups and stuff. Oh, but...
0: The kind of stuff that you always hear was so bad in wrestling schools, and we shouldn't do all that anymore. But you know, you read Chris Jericho's book or anyone's books, and they talk about that shit was going on all the time in schools. And that's just what they did to you. You know, They stretch your legs for days. That was, and that was the And they even played training, that
1: you know? up, like they played up the two kind of mindsets, where like Walter is like supposed to be this like old school mentality, and Tyler Bate
0: is this new guard,
1: like this pushing genius. weights, yeah.
0: And, uh, yeah, yeah, they just. Yeah, and they go with that idea, yeah, that, uh, you know, uh, as much as Tyler Bate doesn't think he thinks Volta's disrespecting the belt and, uh, and NXT UK, whereas Volta thinks that Tyler Bate is a disgrace to wrestling. Uh, yeah, everything he represents is just laughing and making a mockery like, God, it's it, such
1: a good story, dude. Oh, like... I, dude,
0: I don't even like Volta. I've never liked him across all the promotions that I've seen him in, but... Like this, this documentary, the twenty-six minutes of it, whatever it was. I even started to like him, and I thought, and he was making like I've never, I didn't know he, he could cut promos like this. Like he's just sitting there naturally talking, um, and he's he's a like he's a big guy, and he's a dick, like he's a dick,
1: <laughs> but
0: um, but in like the best way. Like right. I I was all in on it, <laughs> like, you know. I was kind of like wait, I was like I kind of see where he's coming from. I was, I was like, right, if that's right, his perspective right. on wrestling, if that's what he thinks wrestling is, then actually I kind of get why he's saying these things about Tyler Bates. Um, but I'm a Tyler Bate guy through and through. He's one of my favorite wrestlers on the planet. So the this whole thing, man, and i tell you what it did do as well, man. It made this into a real underdog story in a way that mm-hmm. NXT UK Weekly TV hasn't done. Uh, it's, exactly. I mean, and, well, maybe we'll get into that build in a second now. But this has had a great builds for the last, like, two, two and a half months. But the... Um, I don't know how you felt, but when I came out of this documentary, I just thought, and I'm going to play the last final words really from it at the end of the show, but I thought, well, there's no way Tyler Bate's losing this. That was my feeling watching it. Uh, now, whether that's, we'll, we'll chat match results shortly, but I just watched it and thought, well, everything's written for Tyler Bates to win this. They're talking about how he's changed in three years. He's a man now, not a boy. All the things that have changed of him, why he has to win it, and, uh, and why, why Walter has to be overcome. And I was kind of like, oh, Tyler Bates winning it. He's got to. Volta's the evil bad guy. And Tyler Bates ready finally to, um, to save us all. And then, unfortunately, I remember that this is Volta's first takeover defense. <laughs> and he's, yeah. he's only had the belt for four, about four and a half months, I guess. Uh, and I'm like, oh, man. Uh, the, so the, this documentary, which I do plan to watch over and over again, uh, even after takeover, it may be tarnished somewhat uh, if Bates doesn't win.
1: I am uh, going to watch it. Right before Cardiff.
0: Ah, yeah, even no pre-show. About it. Don't do a pre-show. Just watch. Just watch this, guys. Because I, I think there is a pre-show scheduled, and it's probably just going to be talking heads. Don't bother with it. Just literally, just watch this um, Watch this documentary again. Or for the third time or fourth time I, if you've already seen it. I, just, just wow. Is, Walter
1: is Thanos, and British Strong's Hilo is the Avengers.
0: Yeah, and, oh, God, even when Trent Seven, the stuff he says, man, when he's like, he starts to explain why he thinks he lost the match against Walter at download and he says, maybe I was rushing into it, maybe I was not in the right headspace. And, you know, like I'm just like, oh, man, he's like, he's proper, he's proper kayfabre in this shit, man. Like, you know, I was like, <coughs> yeah. yeah. And then, and when he's talking about how him, uh, Tyler and Pete, you know, they felt that they started this, they ruled the roost. And he said, and then he's like, maybe it's our fault that Walter's got this belt now and that Imperium here, maybe Maybe it's our fault that we didn't think about what we would do if someone came in from outside and tried to, to take over, no pun intended. And you're like, holy shit, Trent. Good God, man. This is like an Oscar, Oscar performance here. Oh, he I said know. he
1: wanted a suit of armor around NXT UK. And Pete oh. Dunne wasn't there. Sorry, I had to go off on a
0: Avengers tangent. Um, Here we are. We're, we're, I should call this the Avengers episode, the uh, um Oh dude, I, I, everything about it, I just it I need really I would happens. rewatch it after this, but I've got to be up in three and a yeah. half hours. So I'm that's gonna not gonna re-watch happen it for you, don't worry. Um <laughs> So let's, let's talk about the um let's talk about the build as well. So this obviously dates back to well, even before download, this dates back this all goes back really to Volta win the belt of Pete Dunne. And yeah. then the rematch, the rematch which um, ultimately, uh, uh, I can't remember if it was the rematch for the, you know, it was the, rematch for the title, where uh, Imperium yeah. interfered. Yeah, yes. and then, um, that's right. And then obviously we had the six-man tag, and then Alexander Wolf came in, and that's how Mustache Mountain ended up involved in it. And then at, uh, at Download, they ended up costing Mustache Mountain a tag team uh, opportunity against Grizzled Veterans. They uh, handcuffed Trent Seven. Uh, in the corner, whilst Volta just destroyed Tyler Bate um, with power bonds uh, on the, the mat, I think the ring apron, the ring post, all of it. Uh, Bate was out for a while, Trent Seven wanted to fight for his honour, and he took him on in the match, uh, in the tent as well. Uh, that got referee stoppage uh, for it, and then obviously we got to Plymouth where Tyler Bate was back. He attacked them all, and then him and Trent Seven take him out with chairs, and, and we got this match. And, Trent, and Tyler Bate has had the, the best of volta really for the last four or five weeks and so i don't know what that means in the grand scheme of things match result but it's been very long build isn't it like when you look back it's obvious that this match was coming
1: yeah absolutely and and you completely called it and it's this has been you know sometimes it's like we talk about a slow burn feud and this has been like a feud that kind of started as a slow burn but then like just kept accelerating and accelerating and accelerating and now they're going 200 miles an hour right into a brick wall. And yeah. Yeah. That's going to be explosive. I can't wait for the match. The the build has been brilliant. It's it, it is clear that they knew what they were going for this whole time. I'm ready for it. And and I'm with you that that uh the 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 prime target special makes you feel like Tyler Bate has to win, but but it's it hasn't been that deep in Walter's reign, and
0: and can Ethereum afford to lose a belt at this point for how dominant they are? Can they? Can you take the belt off them? Yeah, you know, that's um, there's so many things which say why Walter shouldn't lose the belt and won't lose it, but yeah, you kind of the way they've played the story now, uh, you think he's got to lose it. Bate it's has got to be that, in. It's
1: the, yeah, it's the match that Walter can't lose and Tyler Bate has to win.
0: Who else wins otherwise? Who else possibly, the way they built this story, who else takes the belt off Walter?
1: Nobody, I, I don't know. I, there's no, there's I, no one I, else. Cashy Sono. I'm just kidding. Um,
0: it will have to be someone who gets brought brought into the show because there's no one else built to the babyface no level. There's
1: no one else on the roster right now unless... unless you elevate Dave Mastiff into that spot?
0: Yeah, like, yeah, I guess you could, but it wouldn't be the same, would it? Um, it wouldn't I mean... be as
1: personal. It wouldn't have the same rich history that, that these two have, because even without going into... They didn't even talk about the the match that they had, but there there is so much backstory. Like, there's so many layers to this feud. And, uh, yeah, a Dave Mastiff feud wouldn't have that. Now, of course, I'm sure they could build that in an expert way as well. But yeah, I mean, like unless they're, unless they really aren't going to be done with Pete Dunn and they're going to bring him back over, which I just don't really necessarily see that happening. I don't know. It's like it, it, it I was completely, I was 100% certain Walter was winning until today. Until today, yeah. I was a hundred percent on Walter. And then after watching Same. that, I'm just like completely torn. I'm like I'm like fifty fifty on this now, but I like fifty one I'm like fifty one percent Tyler Bate, forty nine percent Walter.
0: And I think we're working ourselves because I think ultimately Walter's gonna win it. <laughs> and, and then probably, we're
1: gonna be like, Oh god, yeah, of course Walter
0: was winning. Yeah, was that's hell, exactly dude. it. I think we like if he wins, <laughs> if he wins, I'll just be like, ah, oh, damn. Um whereas if Tyler Bate but I, won't, but I won't be mad because I'm thinking it was obvious all along that, and I can understand why he has to win. Uh, but I think if Tyler Bate wins, God, the roof is going to come off that, off that arena. Yeah. Oh, what a pop, man! And uh, he doesn't need to be a long reigning champ. I'll probably say the history of the title means that Volta should retain as well because it's um it's been about you know Pete doesn't have that really long reign. Um,
1: and the UK the NXT UK title only changes hands in the United States too. So
0: well, that's the obvious giveaway as well. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's not it's not on a U.S. takeover, so it's not changing. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. I'll get to if, see
0: it change hands at War Games. Yeah, yeah if there's a... If there's a I, oh, God, I'm putting it out there now. If there's a WWE UK title match uh, on War Games, I'm, I'm quitting the show right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: done with it. I'm done with it. Because that, that'll be, again, an obvious uh, title change in the States, and I'll, I'll yeah, be done I with
1: thought, it. I thought you were going to say that you were going to come over for it. And I was about to be so excited. <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: well, if they're paying, then, yeah, I'll come uh, I'll come and I'll, I'll sell out. That's fine. <laughs> they, me, they, give, they pay for me to go over to watch and, pay, and give me my tickets. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, so, th- I mean, this match, what are we thinking? It's going to go 30. I think, how long did Joe Coffey and Pete Dunne go? That was almost like a 40-minute match, wasn't it? It was Didn't a it long, on yeah.
1: It felt like it went forever, but like in a good way.
0: And these two did the same in progress. Like they had a really long. I know they had a really long match because I had to leave halfway through it as a result yeah. <laughs> had to go uh, to go home and catch my train. So I'm thinking. So if the
1: if the tag title match gets like 20 minutes, maybe 25, but probably like 20. Banks and Dar probably get like 15. The last man standing is probably going to go close to a half hour. We don't know. Storm and Kaylee Ray is either going to be 12 seconds or 15 minutes. Yeah, this is probably going to go 45.
0: <laughs> wow. I'm all in for that, man. I'm ready. Um, I just, I'm ready. I'm so, I'll just it. give it to me. I'm so psyched for this main event. Give me uh, Sono
1: and Gallagher and Piper and Rhea, too.
0: Oh, well, I will get them. <laughs>
1: yeah, you will. You I'll can just uh... see that a full four days I just I call get...
0: you. I'll video call you and just slightly hold my, my camera up uh, so you can watch the matches. Uh, oh, that'd from, be from awesome! Phone, man, you yeah. <laughs> 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 I'll get caught probably straight away uh, from where my seats are. But, uh, um, maybe we will stop giving it a go. Yeah, so let's do it then. Let's call our winners for the main event. Who are you going for? Against
1: everything that I have learned about wrestling over the years, and just against against my proper judgment, I'm going with Tyler Bate, goddammit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want to do the same as you. I want to do the same as you, but I'm going to go with Walter. you to go
1: the smart route and go Walter. Yeah,
0: I, but I, you know what, man? I want it to be Tyler Bates. So oh, much Tyler Bates, so bad, dude. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm I'm ready for this version of Tyler Bates to be the brand's champion, man. Like he's a different, he's just a different. As he said in his documentary, man, he's a different person now, and he's a different yeah. performer. And I'm ready, I'm ready to see that guy with the belt. But I'm I feel like his uh, it's more it's more likely that his history that they've already given him in WWE is going to be used to help. um uh To I'll help make. legitimize, yeah, and elevate Volta's yeah. uh, own run. But, well, and
1: uh, I guess the thing we're not even thinking about is the numbers game, because yeah, I,
0: yeah.
1: I mean, I hate to, I hate, I hate to see like an amazing main event ruined by interference like that. But it's almost like obvious that it'll happen. I mean, okay, let's
0: make a prediction then, man. I'm going to put right. it out there now. If Imperium, if all members of Imperium get involved. Uh, and we get shenanigans. I'm going to put out there that um, Trent Seven will come out to try and make a save, and they'll get outnumbered. And then the returning Pete Dunn will come, help even even it all up, and then Tyler Bates will win the, the championship. And then the final shot will be British Strong Style with Tyler Bates with the belt. Boom. I just kind of changed my prediction. <laughs> I guess
1: you did. <laughs> yeah,
0: that. Uh, I, I can see that closing the show completely. Uh, that would be a proper end to the story, I guess, wouldn't it? Um, British strong overcome with them, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, God, what a card. Yeah, two days to go still. What day is it now? No, three days. Well, in three uh-huh. days that we've done.
1: It's, it's Wednesday night for me, Thursday morning for you. Yeah. So oh, Thursday.
0: God, it is. Right, yeah. Yeah.
1: We're almost there. We're almost there. <laughs>
0: it's going so slowly. It's going yeah, yeah. so slowly. Uh, I, know, I right. feel
1: like a kid on Waiting for Christmas. <laughs> So, uh,
0: what's your plans, man? So it's on at two o'clock in the afternoon. So how how yeah. are you gonna be watching it? Are you gonna be making some food up for it, or oh yeah, we always
1: yeah every takeover um and every pay per view we always have like our our core group of friends over and you know we we usually like order pizza and um you know, just you know, hang out and enjoy it and everything and everyone's going crazy. But I i there's actually there's a couple of people from our core group that I don't think are gonna be here for this one because they just uh went back um like north uh in, into northern Michigan for for college, but they'll be back for all the other pay per views and they are going with us to take over war games. So but I think they're gonna miss this one. So it's actually gonna be like a scaled down version of the normal crew. So but, uh, we'll be, but we'll be watching it and we'll be watching for you. <laughs> in the uh, crowd. well,
0: yeah, less likely to see me this time. I'll be second row, um, on the same side as the hard cam. So, uh, um, oh wow, okay. We'll, yes, yeah, so I won't be, uh, on camera. So, obviously, the cameramen tend to favor the back end as well. Uh, but, um, well, I will you have better here. Well, to so. hold
1: up your high Brent sign. You know, <laughs> I,
0: course, do need, I do need to try. Yeah, I think I'll be better off doing that next night because I'm on the other side next night. I'll be on hard cam. I will have oh, to do that boy. then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do that, do that uh, remind night. me. Awesome. Remind yeah. me, man. I'll try and I'll try and get something done. I'll forget otherwise. You have to remind <laughs> me, and uh, we'll get it there. Uh, brilliant. I can't wait for the show, guys. I know there's people who listen to this who are going to be there. I hope I get an opportunity to meet you all. Uh, I'm very under the weather, so that will uh, that will affect uh, how involved I am in the weekend's festivities. But I do hope to. Uh, meet a lot of you for the first time and meet a lot of you again, uh, who I met at Plymouth and and before. So I can't wait. Uh, there is, uh, for anyone who also watches AEW, uh, there are some viewing parties around Cardiff uh, for that after takeover. So you want to go on um, on your Facebooks and stuff, uh, look for uh, the Woodville. the Woodville is definitely uh, doing a AEW viewing party. It is, I think it's tickets only or something. I'm not sure. Uh, it'd be cheaper though, I would have thought. Uh, so get online, check that. So if you want to make a whole weekend, a whole night of it <coughs> with the AEW show, go to that. And you can, the Woody is a, a cheap pub and um, and a good place to sort of socialize with other wrestling fans. Uh, so have a look for that. The a warning to you listening, uh, the, it is a match day for the rugby. Now, people might not think there's that as much. Uh, generally, in doing the Six Nations, a match day, you might have about 80,000 in the stadium, but there's normally 150,000 plus extra people in Cardiff City Centre. Um, there's just tens of thousands who don't even get into the stadium they just stay in the pubs to watch the games so there is going to be thousands and thousands and thousands of people uh, in that city center so uh, the drink prices will be more expensive in the bars they'll be on match day prices it's already over four quid for a pint anyway uh, so that'll go up close to probably to the five pound mark uh, so bring some money with you uh, don't rely on taxis to get you where you got to go taxis queues will be off the charts after the show, in particular, so um, I would maybe try and pre-book stuff if you can. If you are definitely going to use taxis, uh, Uber will probably be through the roof. I would have thought as well for the pricing. The uh, so think about those things, and uh, otherwise have have a good night. Enjoy your show. Enjoy your wrestling. And uh, I think I've been quite good there, Brent, helping out our fellow fans with information. Oh, that was
1: fantastic. That was yeah. I applaud you, my friend. That was a great little uh, you know precursor, little. Kind of warning or uh, you know, just uh some preparedness and whatnot. i oh,
0: yeah. Sure I mean,
1: there's some people who appreciate that. That's awesome. I'm, it,
0: you'll see um you'll God, see I'm people up that. I'm not
1: gonna be there, dude. I wish oh, I was no. gonna be there
0: sometime. <laughs> <laughs> be you'll be there one day, man, at takeover. We'll definitely I will be do it. I
1: will be. I'll be there in spirit, dude, that's for sure. I um God oh, man. I'm so ready for this show. I'm I'm psyched, man. It's uh it's been built so well. Uh, every match means something. It's uh, it's gonna be great, dude. I can't wait.
0: Yeah, absolutely, the same man. Right. Uh, I think at this point we can probably end the show. Uh, you can follow Brent on social medias at Brent FFF, which stands yeah. for Far From Fiction, uh, his, his band. See, has, uh, I know all this stuff. And uh, you can follow me at Kyle Thomas West on uh, Twitter. Uh, the main thing though is follow the show uh, at We Are NXT. UK, uh, across all social medias. I'm currently off Facebook, uh, so I don't know if that means it deactivated the page uh we are NXT UK as well or not, but uh, I don't think it did, so we should be on there, but yeah, definitely get get in touch on Instagram, get in touch on Twitter, uh, and please, guys, please like and subscribe or whatever you do with your podcast apps. Just subscribe to the show. Uh, rate us if you can as well. Uh, it's all important to us. Uh, it helps us out with uh, growing our viewership and uh, makes all these Near 2am conversations, that little bit more worth it, <laughs> uh, particularly when I have to be up in three hours and I've still got to put the show together to go online. So, um, yeah, thank you for listening. Brent, any parting words for our TakeOver Ready crowd?
1: Hey, thank you for sticking with us through the last few weeks um, where I was solo and had some friends come over and hang out and fill in for Kyle. Uh, We really, really appreciate you listening to the show. Kyle and I love doing this. We love talking about wrestling. We could talk about wrestling forever if time just would allow for that. But uh, thanks for hanging out with us and enjoy the show. It's going to be a great show. It's going to be a great weekend. Uh, Just... Be positive uh, be positive about wrestling just embrace all the things you love and embrace all the things you don't quite love and learn to love them anyway damn it because it's the greatest art form in the world
0: able to just walk into what we built tarnish it and completely disrespect everything that NXT UK is supposed to represent so now I have the opportunity to prove to not only everybody else but to myself that I can be the champion that NXT UK deserves that NXT UK can be proud of